I stand before you representing a generation of men who have been rehabbed. I stand before you representing a generation of women who have been heart rehabbed. That's not me anymore. I, I used to believe before I had this encounter with the Lord that, that manhood was just tied in providing for you. And I thought provision was a paycheck. And now I understand as a man who is a kingdom man that provision is a life check. It's not about me providing you with a beautiful home or me providing you with a house. It's about me laying my life down. Me, me laying my life down for my children, laying my life down for my bride, laying down my life for my daughter, laying down my life for my assignment because one of the most honorable things I could do is lead you into an evolution of growing in the Lord. I now know that kingdom manhood, I leave runways, I don't run away. I'm a warrior, I don't run away from Goliaths. I'm the chief, the priest of my home, protector. And one of the ways I could protect your spirit is by not entertaining other spirits. That's not me anymore. I don't really think that you want to go through with taking all this dress back and telling everybody else that you know what, I messed up and I chose the wrong one. Well, I don't Sometimes, want to live a lifetime with somebody that doesn't appreciate me. So and what? doesn't value me and doesn't really love me and feels like when they throw all this money at me that they can just hold it over my head. Are you willing to embrace the embarrassment of letting go of a wrong pick? Are, are you really ready to embrace the embarrassment that you got all the way to the altar only to discover that I'm not God's will for your life? Are you, are you really, really ready to have everybody ask you for Valentine's Day and everybody ask you on, on spring break and everybody ask you for Christmas? Whatever happened to you and Jerry? I thought y'all y'all look so cute together. You remember your mom already said she loved me. You're gonna have to be willing to end that all. And I don't think, I don't think you trust in God's plan enough. I don't think you trust in God's time enough. I don't think you trust the word of God enough to give up all of this because this is what you want. That's not me anymore. I now know that I'm valuable in Christ first. I now know that. He loves me, that I'm forgiven, that I'm not my past, that I'm not my mistakes, and that I don't have to be consumed with the thoughts of repeating the same things that the other women in my family repeated. Yeah. That's not me anymore. Yeah. I'm not codependent. I don't suffer from loneliness anymore. I now know that I can be whole in Christ. Yeah. I now know that it doesn't matter about if my biological clock is ticking or all the rest of my friends are getting married. Or It doesn't matter as long as I am in purpose. Yeah. As long as I'm doing God's will, as long as he is pleased with my life, yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah. And if I seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness, everything will come after that. Yeah. I know that I'm loved. I know that... I'm accepted and I don't have to depend on anybody for that type of validation ever again. Yeah. And I know, I know now it's okay. It's okay for me to cry. It's okay for me to admit I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay for me to recognize that the reason God sent you in my life was not for me to control you. For I now understand that submission is never demanded, it's always modeled. And maybe, maybe. A part of biblical manhood is recognizing that you're my mirror. 
And so many husbands complain about their wives and the way they treat them, not understanding that sometimes, truthfully, she's just a reflection of how you're treating her. I understand that I carry the seed and that you carry the soil and what I plant into you, you're going to give me two times over. And that could be a good thing. We've always been taught that you reap what you sow. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. It only is a bad thing if you have sown bad seeds. And now because, because I've invested a season of my life to deal with masculinity and manhood is not how many women I could sleep with. Manhood is not me raising my voice. It is not, it is not the thunder that grows the flowers. It's the rain. And so now I know to rain love on you. I know now to rain patience on you. And patience is the ability to survive the season of not yet. Hmm. I understand now that God is always going to call Adam first. Always going to call Adam first, and it's my responsibility. I understand certain things may not be my fault, but that's not me anymore. I understand now that manhood is it may not be my fault, but it is my responsibility. Your joy is a part of my responsibility. I am one that should expedite the miraculous work and the process that God has you going through. I can't heal you, but I can expedite your healing. I won't always have it right but I know the one who will always lead me in the right direction. And recognizing that you're not just a baby mama. Recognizing that you're not just a baby mama. Recognizing that you're not just a sex object. Recognizing that it is critical for me to embrace a season where I stop viewing women as people who just give me orgasms. But I view you truly as a helpmeet. And I trust you and I'm submitted to you more than you just submitted to me, we're submitted to each other. And I trust you and I understand now that if you're my help meet, there's some places that I can't meet without your help. That's not me anymore. So you're not gonna be controlling me. That's not gonna happen. Okay, I saw that all my life. I saw that all my life. From my uncles, from my grandfather, from all the other, other men that came before you. So listen, if you're gonna be married to me, you're gonna understand that you're not gonna control me. And if I wanna make a decision, I don't have to consult you all the time. I make my own money, and I've made decisions all my life, far before I met you. So I'm not going to start allowing you to make decisions for me now. It's yeah. just not going to happen. And, and, and you see, you see, this, this is how my mother didn't really mother me. She smothered me. She always was That's telling me what to fault, do. That's not my fault, though. But you're going to deal with it. You're going to deal with it. If you're in company with me, you're going to deal with all of my rejection. You're going to deal with all of my insecurities. You're going to deal with all of my doubts and all my failures. You cannot get me and not get everything I come with. I'm attached to a lot. Well, guess what? No, you guess what? You're I'm going to get everything I get to. You got to understand this. You got to understand I'm attached to storms. So you're going to get rained on with depression because I struggle with it. You're going to get rained on with weary because I get weary sometimes. You're going to get rained on with worry because I'm dealing with all of this. But here we are, right? I now know that I can be your helpmeet. No, I'm not your servant. No, I'm not your mother, but I am your helper. And it's my job to help you meet those places. It's my responsibility to support you and to love you and to honor and respect you. Not to talk down to you, not to tear you down with my words, not to look down upon you. It's my job to build you up with my words and to encourage you and to stand behind you and to stand next to you and to pray for you and to cover you. I now know that that's not weak. I know that that's strong. 
I understand humility. I understand meekness. It's not weakness. I understand that being a kingdom woman is more than just making money and buying my own house and doing my own thing. It's so much more than that. It's about purpose. It's about doing what God wants us to do on this earth together. It's about enhancing his kingdom and being one, being on one accord and walking with him and him being the heartbeat of this. I now see that. That's not me anymore. I no longer have to have a power struggle to see who's really wearing the pants or who really makes more money. That's not me anymore. I understand that submission is not servitude. Submission is not you're the man and I'm the woman and you do what I say or I do what you say. I realize that we submit one to another as we both submit to God. And you submit to me and I submit to you and we both submit to him. I understand that now. That's not me anymore. I'm no longer prideful. I'm no longer selfish. I'm no longer self-centered. I'm no longer lonely. I'm no longer that woman. That's not me anymore. And I don't expect you to be who I thought you should be. That's not me anymore. If I tell the truth, I was looking for mama. I was looking because I was so used to, I move in with her. She provides for me. She cooks for me. She sexes me. And I thought that's what we call a woman who's a ride or die. But where am I riding to and why do you have to die? (laughs) I understand now that mother raised me the best that she could. But I'm not looking for a woman to raise me. I'm already a man. I'm looking for a woman that we could raise kingdom children together. And that's you. I know now that God said it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a suitable helper. Not I will make him a mama. Not I will make him a slave. Not I will make him somebody he can control. But a suitable helper. And I recognize that season, that season of heart rehab is likened unto where God put Adam asleep. He put Adam asleep and then he opened up his side. And after he opened up his side, he closed it back. So many men have not allowed God to close that wound. So many men have not allowed God to address what happened in childhood. So many men have not allowed God to reconstruct them on what culture provided them on what a man looks like. And if we live life, if we live life and never allow God to close our wounds, you will never be my wife, you will only be my nurse, but it's unfair for you, and it's unfair to you for me to expect for you to be my nurse. Jesus healed me. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I have it all together, but I recognize I need help. I recognize that I need the Lord's guidance. I recognize that you don't have any problem following me if I'm following him. The real issue becomes when I expect you to follow me, and I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. And every time you ask me, how am I doing? And and do you like this? I keep saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's not me just answering your question. That is me revealing a state of my reality. I don't know who I am. I'm a walking question mark. And you constantly are expecting periods from me. That's not me anymore. God has given me a period. I am loved, period. I am forgiven, period. I am royal, 
period. I am a king, period. He's the king of kings, but I'm a king, period. And now, since I know who I am, I can identify who you are. You are loved, period. You are my bride, period. You are anointed, period. You are worthy of respect and honor, period. And I strive and I pray that every day, I will war to make sure that that man that I was before heart rehab, that man who I was months ago, will never be resurrected because that's not me anymore. That's not me anymore. I now know that I have to let you lead. I have to let you be the head. That's what God wants. And I have to trust God that he placed you in my life as a leader to lead us in the direction that God is going to take us. And I have to trust him enough to pray for you. Even when you don't know, even when you haven't got the answer yet, but to cover you and to encourage you in the midst of it. I now know as a kingdom woman, I have to fast and have to pray and I have to keep watch over my house and my family. That's my responsibility. That's not me anymore. I'm not dealing with abandonment issues anymore. I know that God is not gonna leave me. I know that he's gonna protect me. I know that if I trust in him and I follow him and I lean and I depend on him and I, and I, and I continuously fall in love with him day after day, he's gonna direct me and he's gonna show me how to help you. And he's gonna show me how to honor you. And he's gonna show me how to be the woman that you need me to be that's gonna push you, that's gonna encourage you, that's gonna love you the way that you deserve to be loved. That is not a problem calling you a king because that's what you are. And because you serve the king of kings and because I know he made me a queen and he's given me a king, that's not me anymore. I'm not gonna walk in a state of pettiness. I'm not gonna be catty. I'm not going to be that woman that I see on TV. I'm not going to be that woman that I see in culture. I'm going to be that woman that is the standard. I'm going to be that woman that other women can look up to, that they can see our marriage and they can see how I love you and respect you and honor you and follow you and they can look up to it. They can see that I belong to God first and then to you second. I'm not my past. I'm not my mistakes. I'm not any of that. That's not me anymore. This heart rehab process has shown me how much I need God. And it's shown me how much if I depend and lean on him, he's gonna take care of my life. He's gonna take care of my future because he's in my future today. And if I let go, and if I'm not trying to control everything, if I'm not trying to keep the reins on stuff and, and, and make sure I've got my stuff all together, once I let go of that and let him take hold of my life, that he's got the best plan. Yeah. I know that now. No longer will I talk down to you. No longer will I look at you like you're a child. No longer will I talk to you like a child. No longer will I be condescending or demeaning, I'll no longer do that. I'll uplift you. I'll lift you up. 
that's not me anymore. And I need that. You know, culture always tries to get us to act so hard, so tough, like nothing bothers us. Even at a young age, when I was six, when I fell, why are you crying? That's just a scratch. They tried to train me and disciple me to not be able to express when something hurts. I recognize more than ever, the mouth of a woman is an activator. And as a king inside of every man, and as a fool inside of every man. And I can't blame you for the one that you talk to. However, I recognize that your voice, your words activate something in me. It's almost like boxing, you know I love boxing. Um, one day when I, when I was sparring, my coach told me, he said, flowers, throw your punches in bunches, throw your punches in bunches. And in that moment, I recognized the value of who's in your corner, the value of who is in your ear, because he saw something that, that I couldn't see. And in the corner, not only did I have a coach, but I had a cut man, somebody who was able to stitch up my wounds and to cover up my cut so that my opponent wouldn't have a target to aim at. And as you, and you are in my corner, and you are my wife, and I'm in your corner, and I'm your biggest cheerleader, but I stand before you with humility, saying I need your words, I need your affirmations. That doesn't make me weak, that doesn't make me inferior, that doesn't make me a coward, that doesn't make me soft. That makes me recognize that the language of a queen you possess. Times when the enemy is using me in a way that's not reflecting my kingship, convict me. And I promise, I won't always have it right, but I promise, I strive to the best of my capability to listen because you are my divine helper. I need a language in my life that reminds me that I'm God's workmanship. I'm made in his, his identity. He said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. So I was formed in the likeness of God. And how do you destroy a man? How do you destroy a man? You come after his image. And so now I know why hell is aggressively after the man. He's after the image. But there's so many things that I haven't addressed. There's so many things I haven't dealt with. That there's so many secrets I never told anybody with. That there's, there's so many silent screams that I've had alone. There's so many times where people ask me, how you doing? I'm cool. I'm straight. I'm good. I'm Gucci. <laughs> That's not me anymore, and I trust you. I trust you with what hurts. I trust you with my fears. I trust you with my inadequacies. Because a man can give you a lot. He can give you his time. He can give you his money. He can even give you his body. But you not have his heart. You have my heart. And heart rehab showed me that I don't want to look good for the gram. I don't want to look good for Facebook, but deal with hell at home. My, my, my home should be my safe place. My home should be my safe house, not my psychiatric ward. And just because you put a crown on me doesn't make me a king, especially if I live foolish. But I recognize it's going to take patience. It's going to take trust. And I ask for your forgiveness, not just for me, but on the behalf of every man before me on behalf of every man that did not create and did not allow the season of detox and embrace it. 
that did not allow themselves to fully submit to the surgical operation that God was trying to do in the life for every man that tried to hurry up and get out of the wilderness. And when God was trying to detox them from that Egypt lifestyle, when I pray, I could be a reintroduction to what manhood looks like, a reintroduction to what love looks like from a man, not because of me just wanting to have sex with you, but because I want to be intimate with you forever for the purpose of advancing the kingdom. That's not me anymore. Heart rehab has shown me that marriage is so much more than the superficial. Hmm. It's so much more than the dress and the veil and the bouquet and the pictures and the cake and all the guests. It's so much more than that. It's so much more than vacations and posting on the gram and on the book. It's so much more, so much more than the White House and the picket fence and the American dream or whatever dream. It's so much more than that. It's about covenant. Yeah. It's about purpose. It's about finding that partner in life to do God's will. It's about being a platform and a stage for God to stand on so people can see him. Heart rehab showed me that it's not about me. None of this is about me. It's not about us. Like everything we do, everything we are, everything that we pursue is about him. It's about bringing him glory. It's about making his name great. All of this fades. All of this goes away. But the only thing that is eternal is him, his purpose, his word, and his love. And heart rehab has taught me that I have to love you with the God kind of love. And there's no way that I can love you and honor and respect you without having his type of love. His type of unconditional love. That's the only way. I can't even love you adequately unless I understand his love. Unless I have his love. There, I can't even begin to respect you unless I understand and honor and love him first. That's not me anymore. I now see that. I now see that this is so much more than everything that I thought before. And I don't want to be that woman anymore. I don't want to be that woman anymore. I want to be the woman that God has called me to be and the wife that God has called me to be. I want to be that woman that pursues everything that he has. And I'm sorry. It's really hard sometimes when you're a strong woman to say sorry. When you've done everything for yourself and been everything for yourself and you've had to fight for everything because nothing was really handed to you because of your life before. It's hard for, it's hard for us sometimes to be humble. It's hard for us to exercise humility and admit our mistakes and admit that we're wrong. But I'm here to say, that's not me anymore. That's why I don't want to be prideful anymore. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I ask God to show me what's right. 
And every time that I make a mistake, God help me to make it right. And help me not to repeat it. Help me not to hurt you. Help me not to damage you. And let me not believe that onto our children. Help me to be the example that I need to be. Help our marriage to be the example it needs to be so that people can see him. Yeah. That's what heart rehab has taught me. Yeah. That's not me anymore. Okay, you talking about I sound like a child. You sound so we like name a child. Calling. We that's, name what you, that's what you look we, like right now. You know now. what? You that's sound what you're like, like. Let me tell you what you sound expecting like. For, you're expecting for me to be your mother. That's you really what you're expecting. Like, you sound like a lonely, depressed woman really? that is only using me to get people to give you likes. That's what you sound like. First you of sound all, like a person that I've been trying to show you. Like, you've seen tons of flags. You've seen tons of them. But you know why you keep overlooking them? Because you want the likes and you want to say, I'm finally off the market. And you, you want to look like you have, you have all of this value. Forgive me for using your weaknesses as ammunition. That's not me anymore. Mature love never uses your flaws as ammunition. And I'm not saying that sometimes I still don't in the back of my mind hold records, but I'm asking for God to change that. I'm asking for him to purge that. You know what I understand right now, standing right here at the altar with you? So much has changed and so many lives will change because we allowed a season, we allowed space, we allowed an opportunity, we allowed a time in our life for God to work on us and not fall into the trap of why doesn't anybody want me and why isn't anybody coming at me, but to really understand that this is a season where God is trying to do a work. No season is wasted. No season is wasted. God is trying to do something here. And if I didn't allow him to do something here, I would damage what you have in there. And I think that's what hell wants. Hell wants for two broken people to come together and break each other. Hell wants for two broken people to never recognize how needed they are for God's use. And if I'm broken and you're broken, we'll have broken children and we'll raise them and our broken, our broken ways and our broken parental patterns and then they'll get married and they'll be attracted to a man like me because my daughter always will want to be close with daddy and she loves daddy and if there's any man that reminds her of daddy, sometimes by default you choose the exact same person, not recognizing that it's spiritual and there was a spiritual attraction there. But now we could break that. We could break that so I could tell my daughter, whatever you see daddy do, that's what he must do. If he doesn't do what daddy does, he's not an option. And now our children, my son and, and, and our daughter will be able to know God's love because I understand as a man, as a father, I'm a point of reference to God. If I'm hard on them, you didn't make the varsity team, you didn't make good grades, whenever they feel as though they failed, whenever they feel as though they didn't perform well as a follower of Jesus, they'll feel as though God is the same way daddy was. All the times I gave my word that I would pick my son up and I never did, whenever they're facing a pandemic, whenever they're facing a hardship, they'll think that maybe God is just like daddy. He won't show up. And we have the opportunity. We have the opportunity to reintroduce Yahweh in a healthy and a holistic way. I, I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't go to war with who I was. Every man should have a used to.
Not I still do. And that's not me anymore. The porn watcher, that's not me anymore. The swift with anger, that's not me anymore. The verbal abusive, that's not me anymore. The manipulative man, you remember? I said, look, look, you're going to throw all this away. You're going to have to be willing to end that all. And I don't think, I don't think you trust in God's plan enough. I don't think you trust in God's timing enough. I don't think you trust the word of God enough to give up all of this because this is what you want. Yes, ma'am. That's why you're quiet, because this is what you want. And you have to sacrifice all of that on the altar of obedience and trusting in God. I am your answer prayer, right? I'm taking you off the market. I'm dropping your initials. <laughs> you're not just getting whistles. You're getting my initials. I don't, I don't want this. I don't really know. I don't want this. I don't really know if you are actually going to see it through and recognize that God must have something better. Uh, look this way for a pic, please. You're gonna throw all this away? What about the idea? What about the image? That was manipulation. And I apologize for making you feel as though you actually have a good because I provide for you. And you have a good because I'm a man and I can give you the ideal image and I paid thousands of dollars for this, this moment in time. Money is nothing if God's not on it. I want the hand of God on our union. There's a difference between sprinklers and rain. Sprinklers is when you're trying to make it grow. Rain is when heaven endorsed it to grow. And by the grace of God, the Lord will use me to endorse growth on you and endorse growth on our children. That's not me anymore. That's not me anymore. I'm sorry for using you for the idea of marriage. I'm sorry. You were like a pawn in this game. You were just, you're the next move that I had to make. You were the next thing off my list. I had everything else. I had to get this one. I had to get this checked off. I'm sorry for using you for that idea. That's not me anymore though. Because now that I've been heart rehabbed, I realize that it's so much bigger than just an idea. It's a far bigger picture. And this is not a game. This is real life. You have real emotions and there's real consequences when we make these type of decisions based on our own selfishness and our own games. There's consequences, but that's not me anymore because now I realize you're a partner and not a pawn. I realize you're somebody that can be my best friend, not just somebody that can pose in pictures with me. And I'm sorry that I viewed you that way. This idea is not an idea anymore. It's now reality. And I want it to be real. I want it to be as real as real could possibly be. I want to be the wife and the lover that you deserve. 
I know that I can do that now because I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in who God made me. I'm confident that he loves me. I'm confident that he's with me. And I know that he's going to give me every tool and all the knowledge and all the wisdom to help me to be what you need me to be. It's no longer an idea for me. It's real. That's not me anymore. That's not me anymore. And I'm thankful that God places us in seasons where he can rehab us. If we would just stop fighting it, it's not punishment, it's development. The, the, the season of obscurity, the season of God, God saying over and over, would you trust me? Would you let this go? Would you let me heal you? Would you stop blaming them? Would you stop monitoring them? Would you stop lurking on what I brought you out of? When God heals it, whenever God heals a wound, stop picking it. Yeah. And I recognize now that it's needed for me to have an encounter. I like to call it a cross encounter. I have to have a cross encounter because I'm born self-centered. But the cross makes me become born again to be Christ-centered. Yeah. Solo de Gloria. I'm focused on the cross. And now, and now, for the rest of my life and the rest of your life, I'll be a man that submits to God's leadership. And I'm not saying that sometimes I won't miss it. And I'll need God to rehab this again. And I'll need him to rehab that again. Mm. But I'm so thankful that we've allowed for ourselves to go through a series of understanding what God wants to heal on the inside of us because true victory starts from within. Yeah. The promise was not ease, the promise was victory. And in Christ, we have transitioned from victim to victor. That's not me anymore. That's not me anymore. That's, That's not, not me anymore. anymore. We, we have, have been heart rehabbed. rehabbed.